This is the Retirement Key Podcast with Abe Abish, founder of Abish Financial Services. And I'm Heather Branch here with Abe asking for his insight on ways to better prepare for your financial future. The retirementkey.com is where you can find us anytime. We also have links posted in the show notes. So you can just click there as well. Or again, find us at theretirementkey.com. Abe, as headlines are blowing up left and right. I mean, Nick Saban's retiring. There is plastic in our bloodstreams. The news is all around us. And we have to talk about all of those things today. 2024. Okay. All right. 2024. Here we go. Is there a bigger (laughs) news story this year than the election that will be? And it, it does. It's looking more and more and more like we're going to see a recreation of the election that we saw between Biden and Trump in 2020. Now it's going to Trump everything. No pun intended. <laughs> pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> now I will say this. It does not matter who you like or don't like. We mm-hmm. are not here to talk about political yep. sides. Nope. What we are here to talk about is how election cycles can and do affect our money, particularly right. for retirees yes. who are even more vulnerable to market volatility and the things that come along with an election. Mm-hmm. And so obviously you got folks coming to you that are nervous about what may still come this year so far. And since we are looking towards what might come, the volatility in the stock market that might happen leading up to November, an article in Kiplinger magazine suggests that financial risk reduction is actually a sound strategy we need to be considering and especially true for those within, this is within 10 years of retirement. We often talk sure. about people that are three to five years of retirement mm-hmm. or even already retired. Do you mm-hmm. agree with this? How can we work to accomplish this? Absolutely, we agree with it. And that's what any pre-retiree or retiree should be considering doing if you haven't already done so is de-risking your nest egg to start to build income for yourself in retirement. Because if you think about it during your working years, and and this is how we're different as a firm than most of the industry, not just firms in our area, but most of the industry, most of the industry is on that phase one side of what we call the retirement mountain, pure octane, pedal to the metal, mostly stocks, growth-focused funds, helping people to accumulate, grow, 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 to get to the point where they can retire and do have enough saved. Once you get to that point, which is usually between 55 to 70, where most of our clients are, we don't work with 40-year-olds because they've got 25 years ahead of them until they retire. So we primarily only work with people 55 to 75, those people who have saved enough to retire with dignity and confidence. Naturally, if what we saved is enough and our working paychecks are going to stop, we should be thinking about how do we replace the working paychecks, pull off the gas pedal de-risk the portfolio for this next season of our lives. Mm -hmm. So yes, anything 10 years or less away from full retirement, we need to be looking at, especially if you're three years, five years or less away. Now we have a very little period of time here, a short period of time where a huge setback, a huge downturn uh, could really derail our plan to retire on time. So absolutely, we recommend that. And then throw in an election year on top of everything else going on. We've got the Red Sea going on right now. We've got wars. We've got inflation. And uh, we just hit all-time stock market highs a few days ago. All-time stock market highs where the S&P 500 crossed over 4,800. All-time stock market highs. You know what people say 
buy low and sell high. Uh, mm-hmm. we'll pro- you know, we could be looking at a soft landing, mild recession here. Could be, certainly be looking at some pullback. Hey, anytime Jim Cramer says uh, that the market is ready for a pullback, maybe we should be doing the opposite. But he's calling for a pullback just based on all the FOMO and all the artificial intelligence, you know momentum and traction we had yeah. in 2023 heading into this year. And the markets have priced in several rate cuts already. Rate cuts may come slower than predicted. So all these things are are things to be aware of and things to have a plan built around. And so we just had a lady come into the office. She's in her late 50s. And she came into the office on her own because her husband has recently had several strokes. Mm. He was the one managing the finances, and now he's not able to, so she's taking over. And uh, they are retiring in seven years, so he's essentially permanently disabled. She's taken over. She doesn't know a lot about finance and investing and retirement planning. I mean, not a lot of people do when you're not looking at everything day, you know, on a day-to-day basis. $2.3 million saves, a good amount of money saved, seven years left to retire and to grow this nest egg, a seven risk on our scale of one to ten. And they are out of uh, Fairfax County, just 20 to 30 minutes away from our office. The biggest problem and reason why they came in is because the wife has taken over and she has no idea what's going on. They've been with a big box firm for 30 years, um, a growth-focused, accumulation-based advisory firm. They do have enough now. She realized this in our meeting together, and now she wants a phase two plan. Like a lot of people have this realization sitting right across the conference room table from myself and from an advisory team member that, wow, I do have enough saved. I thought I had enough saved. I just needed to verify that with a financial professional who was able to run all the numbers for me and run all the math and make sure that I do. So again, now that this lady and her husband do have enough saved, Naturally, for most people, the thoughts are, what can we do to start protecting and clipping in these gains, clipping in incredible accumulation plans so that when we retire in five to seven years, our wages can end and we have a backup plan. We now have a plan where we can transition successfully right into retirement without batting an eye. So the solution for her and her husband was a retirement roadmap. I mean, when you just have a pure octane growth-focused accumulation plan that's just based on rate of return and what you're making on your money, you're missing the boat when you talk about a comprehensive retirement plan. You're missing out on social security strategy, tax strategy, insurance planning, legacy planning, um, healthcare and estate planning uh, when you just have a growth plan. So that retirement roadmap encompasses all those things. And the conversation goes from just 100% growth now to growth and income. And instead of just growth, how can we protect and preserve everything we work so hard to build? Right. Um, right. And again, addressing all those things I just mentioned. So if you sound like this couple that's out of Fairfax County, Virginia, and you have a few million saved as well, you're in your mid to late 50s, early 60s, retiring maybe in the next five to 10 years. And you say, you know what, Abe, that's me. I've got that growth and accumulation plan. We've done well. Our portfolios have probably caught up and recouped those losses from 2022 sitting in a nice place right now, but you're right. I don't have that plan to transition successfully. I want and need that retirement roadmap, that phase two retirement plan to go from just 100% growth to growth and income and that comprehensive plan. So if you sound like this couple in Fairfax County, Virginia, and you've got a few million bucks saved, and maybe it's less, maybe it's more. And you, you say, you know what, Abe, I've got that growth and accumulation plan as well. I don't have a comprehensive retirement plan that can also focus 
and does focus on distribution and protection and preservation, go to our website, theretirementkey.com. Click on the Contact Us tab at the top of the page, and we can begin to have these same conversations about our retirement roadmap with you as well. We also have links posted in the show notes, so you can just click there if that's more convenient. Or again, find us anytime at theretirementkey.com. All right, so besides the election, another big headline that's got the whole college football world to talk in, which I can't believe the people are so surprised at Nick Saban's retirement. The man's 72 years old. He's been at this for decades and decades. He's got seven national titles under his belt, if you include his win at LSU. Hmm. I mean, to say that nobody has built a football dynasty like Nick Saban has, I think is probably putting it lightly. He, again, 72 years old, he did just a few weeks ago announce his retirement from college football. So ESPN had a chance to ask if there was a tipping point that made him realize that maybe it's time to pass the torch. And here's what Coach Saban said. My age started to become a little bit of an issue. People wanted assurances that I would be here for three years, five years, whatever. And that got harder and harder for me to be honest about. And to be honest, this last season was grueling. It was really just the grind of, can you do this the way you want to do it? Can you do it the way you've always done it and be able to sustain it and do it for the entire season? And if I couldn't make a commitment to do that in the future, the way I I think I have to do it, there's never a good time. But I thought maybe this was the right time. I like what he said there. I think probably a lot of people can relate, even if you're not, you know, Nick Saban level and, you know, college football career coaching, the idea of can you do this the way that you want to do it? Can that still sustain? And the whole idea of the work that you do, it, it goes far beyond the dollars and the cents. How do you help folks decide, okay, now is the right time to retire? Well, a lot of those emotions and a lot of your health, you know, conditions and things like that are definitely factored into these decision making. Sometimes, you know, we'll have clients come in and they're they're thinking about retiring and they're just exhausted. They're just yeah. tired, sure. stressed, not happy in their current workplace, not happy with their boss, not happy with their coworkers and colleagues, and it's not fun for them anymore. They right. didn't they don't enjoy the work anymore. That's when you know. Those are some clear signs like, hey, we, okay. need, we need to figure out an exit plan for you. On okay. the other hand, a lot of our clients will come in and they real, still really do enjoy the work that they do. They, they're fulfilled. They get purpose from it. They enjoy going to work or working from home, right? They enjoy their colleagues, the work they do, and they're filled by it. And so that's one side of the coin. But yeah, there are a lot of things we can consider. And from a financial standpoint, one of the first things we want to do, Heather, is figure out if someone has enough money to retire is that money going to be able to generate enough income uh, on top of your social security and any pensions you may have to cover your expenses adjusted for inflation the rest of your life, right? That's just kind of the first mm-hmm. basic piece of math that we run. And we try to do that within the first 5, 10, 15 minutes of the meeting to let their guard down, right? To say, oh, wow, you do have enough saved or, you know, you need to save a couple hundred thousand dollars more. But most of the Got people it. we meet with across the D.C. metro area have saved enough. And so if I can give somebody that clarity, that clear picture that they do have the go whenever they want to retire within the first 15 to 20 minutes of our meeting, uh, yeah. it makes for a great meeting. Sure. It makes for a great meeting. And so we, we just had a couple call in and come in from the Fredericksburg area. They are business owners, and really the husband is the one running the business. Yeah. And as the case is with so many business owners, I would kind of say, although they've done really well, that the business is really kind of running him. 
Well, I mean, for so many small business owners, it's every, seven days a week. It's There's 24 no day seven. Yeah. They're in the type of business where it is 24 seven. The wife wants him home more. <laughs> the wife wants to see more of her husband and yeah. the husband's like, I kind of want that too, but it's so hard when you're running a business and you're controlling all the decisions and you control kind of controlling it all to let loose, let yeah. go, delegate. Yeah. And, but they're willing and they want to come up with a transition plan. And the transition plan for him is to transition out of his business in the next five to 10 years. So that okay. by the time he's 70, 75, he's out and, you know, new management and new owners are in, but that gives them time. And in the very near future, that gives this couple out of the Fredericksburg area more time together in their go-go years while they're never going to be younger than they are today, probably not any healthier to go from seven days a week of working down to maybe three or four. That's going to yeah. be a significant change for them to take advantage of. They've got three and a half million bucks saved. They already wow. have enough saved. So it's not like they have to work to save more. It's just a matter of choice. The husband really loves working and running his business and what they do. So that first thing that they came in for and the biggest thing they were looking to find out is, can we retire? And if so, when? And in that first 15 minutes, by going through our retirement roadmap and income plan, we were able to show them in the portfolio x-ray that they can retire now. Now it's just up to you. When do you want to retire? Right. And man, that is the best feeling in the world for clients as they walk out of our door to have that clarity, to have that added peace of mind that they can. And now all these decisions are in their control. Yeah. Right. Versus yeah. having to work another right. five or 10 years. So for this couple, we ran a comprehensive uh, second opinion on everything they've done, including that portfolio x-ray, which went through all their investments for them. And so if you sound like this couple out of the Fredericksburg, Virginia area, that again has plenty of money saved, but you don't have that plan to transition over into retirement successfully. You haven't had a second opinion on your investments in your retirement plan. This is a couple who's been working with a firm for over 20 years without a second opinion. Now's mm. the time. They were working with an accumulation-based advisor. They're going to be moving over to us an income and distribution phase two focused advisory firm. So if you sound like this couple out of Fredericksburg, Virginia, you've saved a good bit of money. You might be a business owner yourself and you say, Abe, hey, that sounds like me. The business is running me versus me running the business. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of controlling me. I'm kind of letting it do so. I need a plan out. I need an exit plan, a transition plan. I need to make sure that I have saved enough to retire successfully and can do so with dignity and confidence. Go to our website, theretirementkey.com. Click on the contact us tab at the top of the page and we can begin to have these same conversations about retirement with you as well. Having that knowledge that you can retire when you want to is so empowering. That's what Abe and his entire team are here to help you figure out. You can also click on the links that we've got posted in the show notes or again, just visit us anytime at theretirementkey.com. Thanks for listening to the Retirement Key Podcast with Abe Abish. To learn more about Abish Financial Services, visit theretirementkey.com and join Abe for his radio show, The Retirement Key, Saturdays at 8 a.m. and 2 p.m. and Sundays at 2 p.m. on WMAL. 
Investment advisory services offered through Abish Financial Wealth Management, LLC, number 310633, a registered investment advisor firm. Financial professionals are not licensed in all 50 states. To find out if Abraham Abish is licensed in your state, please call 571-577-9968. Abish Financial Services is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through Abish Financial Services, Inc., Virginia Insurance License, number 127820. 